don't give back more than three days of gains. And, yep. and what I did is I gave back a record month plus four grand. And I, you shouldn't be giving a month back. You should never give back a month. And yeah. plus 4,000 on top. Give back three days. If, if you absolutely- Well said. But going through shit, give back a week. You just kind of do it. Like I just, and but, but at the same time, you have to take losses to learn, I think. like. I went down a bunch of times and realized and didn't learn. You have to take the loss to learn. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. A podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. Today, we have one of uh, you know one of my kind of favorite styles of episodes. Um, I was actually on spring break with the family last week in enjoying the beautiful freedom of Florida. I could smell the freedom everywhere I went. Um, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, my Wi-Fi was pretty crappy at the resort I was at. Beautiful resort, but um, Wi-Fi was pretty mediocre. Where'd probably all those, Probably all those punk kids sitting inside watching TV. They should have been outside getting a damn tan instead of watching TikTok eating up my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Nevertheless, I was on vacation, so we chose not to record. So we're going to back and uh, just going to kind of get caught up on What's what's new in the world of Kim, Kim, Stephen, and 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 I, and then the general market, etc. So, um, what but anyway, Kim, sorry, sorry. What um, resort did you stay at? Um, it's called Marriott Grand Vista. It's actually oh, we, nice. we've we've stayed there for geez, probably ever since the kids were little. Um, it's just it's it's one of those nice places where it's you know it has everything. You know you don't need yep. to go anywhere. Nice. The resort, you know, the, it's got a little grocery store. It's got six restaurants. It's got a golf course. Garrison, I it's got a bunch of ponds that Garrison and I fish and, and stuff, and you know, that way fun. I don't I don't have to put on any shoes. I don't have to put on my shirt. You know, I, I mean, yeah, it's totally. Like, you know, I, I, I I'm I'm not a big fan of masks, but I'm even more anti wearing a shirt when I'm in the sunshine. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I don't see why I should require be required to wear a shoot and sh- a shirt and shoes to go anywhere. But anyway, so that's awesome. I hope you have a good time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good. So, but, uh, but yeah, so that being said, you know, you get back and uh, well, and obviously I was still working with the steady trade team last week, still doing webinars. It's just the Wi-Fi would kind of come and go, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's just incredible the way we're at, you know, Kim had a, a topic talking about, you know, that same theme I've talked about so many times about like people actively managing their money. Yeah. Everyone's a day trader now. I mean, I, I, I've all, I've told that story a million times when I was in New York City when Bitcoin first exploded yes. and everyone was talking about crypto. But man, it's like that with stocks now, man, in the airport. I mean, it, it's just like everyone, young, old, in between is talking about the stock market now. And I've never yeah. seen that now. Yeah. Maybe it was like that during the dot-com boom. Maybe but I just don't think everybody had the access to the information that we have now. So yeah. But, um, yeah. If, if I may just interject, 
Um, it's it's so weird that there's there's such a boom and people talking about stocks and we're in this we're in this ongoing trend where it's it's non-stop discussion yet yet the market still goes through the lulls and if we're going through this boom today <laughs> why are we having these lulls like every single gap I crashed um why except like except uh God, the name escapes is SOS. SOS had crazy volume and it managed to kind of rebound, but it kind of tailed off. Yeah, I mean, that was that was the main Wall Street bets play, but even right now, it's just kind of grinding sideways, going nowhere. They tried. My boys over yeah. at my boys over at Wall Street Bets tried, but they I couldn't longing, they couldn't push it. So I was logging that double bottom. Like I logged that double bottom twice. Nice. And on the third and on the third time, I was like, right, I give up. I've lost a hundred bucks. I'm not losing any more money long. And then obviously it went, it went on on the on what would have been the third try. But but my thing is like, why? I mean, do hedge funds just rule the markets? The hedge funds even rule the penny stocks because how can there be this demand yet? Fine, Wall Street bets can overturn GameStop, but that's all they can do. Like that's all they can do. They all got together on a one-off thing once in five hundred years, and they overturned one company that overturned GameStop that got one hedge fund maybe two or three blew up in sync but isn't it back to the status quo don't just hedge funds control everything like I think so I mean again you know you know and you you make a great point that I want to come back to about the hedge funds blowing up but which is a, a theme from last week but I mean I go back so many times you know remember and and you know this Stephen and a lot of the listeners know this I, and, and I'm not trying to say I was so smart, okay? I, I, but I recognized that shift in 2015, 2016 that JJ confirmed. And again, I'm just a dumb caveman from Michigan, okay? I'm not saying I'm smart. But what used to work, you know, from 2007 to 2015, shorting junk one-day runners, it changed. The volume exploded yeah. and they... They, they would suck you in in the afternoon and then melt your face off. And I think going back to that episode, which again, I know we talk about it all the time, but it's probably my number one um, favorite, favorite. But J- and JJ confirmed that. He's like, hey, all these guys that like left Goldman Sachs and started their own little shop, they're like, I think, you know, they're all like, hey, we got, yeah. you know, yeah, we're not, we don't have, you know, we're, we're, we're not, Ken Griffin with 10 trillion, but we got 10 million and we can push around these little low float stocks, you know? So, yeah, but, yeah. but I, like, I just, the only, the only main thing I want to talk about is like why, why and how trade I should change the style. Because yes. like, for example, today I was like, do you know what it is? I'm almost bit out by nine 30 trying to make something worth. And I, I was you know done. I was done at nine. I was like, I was on the webinar. I'm like, man, there's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing, but then you're trying to force things work and you're jumping in this and then you're jumping in that. And I think, do you know what it is? The, the only, like generally when the market's hot, all good, it's always good to trade, but you can trade pre, you can trade after hours, you can trade during the day. Long and short. Long, Long and short when the market's hot. But when it's not hot, like don't burn, like trade the only time you even might make money, which is 9.30 to 10, yep. 3 to 4. But like, you may as well just like, for me, I'm like, I may as well just skip pre-market because I'm just getting pissed off and burnt out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, why, why don't you? 
Like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm to not me, it, free for the rest of the week. I'm it, ju- it just seems to me that if the market isn't giving you what you usually, I would just be like, I still Because we're degenerates, Kim. <laughs> it, it's hard. Like, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching <laughs> King know. Kong versus Godzilla being like, don't yeah. go to the market. But then I'm like, ah, but the market's better than King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm like, I, but it's, I, I gotta it's believe it. Thousand dollars cheaper. Seriously, I, another Godzilla movie. Like some, mean, someone said it was the other day. Why not read a book about the markets uh, or about NFTs or about what is happening in different countries? Like I, I just would think all I care about I'm, is trading. Like I'm a total <laughs> degen. And like I would rather lose seven hundred dollars being an idiot than spend seven hundred dollars on the high street. Like that's how <laughs> much of an idiot degen I am. I'd rather lose a thousand dollars on and then hate myself asleep in bed. I'll hate myself, I'll go to bed angry at myself at how bad a human I am. And I could have had a thousand dollars worth of clothes instead, but I still make the same mistake. Yeah, and I think Kim, Kim, you make a great, great point. And you know, and that's something that, you know, and again, it's like it's something that 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 I one of the reasons I came to stocks to trade and, and started mentoring was yeah. again, you know, you know, I talk about those dark days of day trading from 2012 to 2015. Yeah. It sucked, man. It was, it was like today, every day. And I struggled and struggled with the same. And, and I'm not saying I got it licked. Okay. Right. When it, when it comes to like trading on slow days or over trading, you know, I'm that recovering alcoholic. Okay. I right. haven't defeated right. it. <laughs> Right. Managing. <laughs> um, you know, you know. So, but but one of the reasons I came to, to to you know when I was when stocks and trade approached me was I was like, thank God, because when, when they came to me was roughly 2015. And I'm like, I need something to do. Cause yeah. just like Steven said, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I, I'm sitting at this computer all day long because yeah. I'm just as much a degenerate as he is. And, and that's why I love the mentoring thing. That's why I get so yeah. motivated by it because now, like yeah. today, I'm just like, man, there's nothing out there. Let's talk, you know, and, and, and I still did the webinar, but we were talking way more about more concepts type yeah. stuff. You know, I'm like, hey, let's talk about, you know, some of these chart setups, some of, you know, versus specific tickers. Cause I'm like, there's nothing yeah. out there. Maybe, maybe SOS, like Steven mentioned, but I'm like, yeah. it's, I, 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 I got my notes. I'm like, SOS, I'm like, it's a, five or a six i mean it's like it's okay uh, so literally punting you're literally just punting hoping something works like, oh, mm-hmm. i'll manage me risk i'll size down but i'm, I'm but hope is not a strategy they you guys I'm, have I'm taught not saying me. hope's not a strategy i'm saying punting is a strategy <laughs> <laughs> punting punting is like less size less risk okay but, um but no like look i mean how's but honestly how's the market been i mean been it's been unexpectedly quiet i remember in the end of 2020 coming into 2021 is this mania ever going to end well it's kind of ended so well i think and and i made this point last week you know on on several times on pre-market prep because again i was still that's that you know morning webinar i do every, every morning and you know a lot of people were asking the same thing and i will say this two things the two biggest remember i was on spring break with the family you know, the two biggest spring break weeks are last week and this week, you know, day yes, before Easter, true. day after Easter or, or week before, week after. Yep. So many people like me, I mean, my family vacation, we, we go, we go to Florida for spring break every year. This yeah. last year we missed because, you know, everything because of the shutdown. So before we get too alarmist, 
I feel like a lot of people, much like me, were like, hey, yep. we're going this year. You know, we, 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 you know, we were, we were doing a bunch of stuff all week and, and, you know, and, and et cetera. And it's just like, I think a lot of people miss that family vacation and, and, and they're doing right. it, you know, it was whether packed. that's Hawaii, it's packed the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. Packed with people that haven't been coming. So I think you're, I think you're totally right. I don't think the lull is going to stay. Really not at all yeah i've just got one i've just kind of got one last question and then i'm gonna i'm gonna let it but tim i just want to i just want to ask you like after the vacation and time with your family how do you feel like how do you really feel oh i tell you you know it's funny i uh i think it was a little bit the wi-fi last week so i was you know i'd get a little frustrated with the wi-fi but i mean i came back in monday doing webinars and everyone was commenting they're like just you're like and i'm always you know i'd like to you know, I'm always pretty positive, but everyone was like, man, you're just, you're in such a better mood. You're more <laughs> energized, you know? So no, I, I love it. It was, it was a blast, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, I, I love my family. Nobody loves their family more than me. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you if you say you do, but um, it was just so nice to go somewhere, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, and it just, you know, and listen, I don't, coronavirus is a big deal i get it we gotta do what we gotta do but i mean it was just so nice and and like even you know and i don't want to get into some political debate on the podcast but we all know florida's very loose on masking and stuff and i mean we were there one day and my, you know my wife is a social butterfly i mean loves to just chat 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 we're always the last people to leave, you know, it's like any, anywhere we go, it's like, you know, I'm like, let's go, you know, but, (laughs) and, you know, one day in, she's like, it's just so nice to see people smiles. And I'm like, I know I'm like, and, and again, it's just like, and I think that was one of the biggest reasons I was just being, going somewhere, seeing people laughing, splashing at the pool. It's like, Oh, it's called socialization. Socialization. We need it for our psyche, for our mental well-being. We can't be completely isolated. It's not healthy for us. And that's Uh, why, I mean, you know, again, I'm just, oh, I mean, if, listen, if you're a listener out there and you got like young kids, man, I feel for you. I mean, you know, my kids are, you know, are basically adults. I mean, Lily's 16, Garrison's 19, you know? But it's like, you know, it's like, geez, man, I just wonder, I don't know, <laughs> what what closing down the schools will do, you know, long term. And, and it just bums me out. But and, and the reason I say that, again, it's just I was in such a good mood. And, you know, and my wife makes that point that, I mean, it's just strangers, but just yeah. seeing people smile seeing and people having smile. fun and, yeah, like, yeah. and family. You know, oh, yeah. so. so anyway, Stephen, it was great, even though you weren't there. So I did so- miss you. I didn't miss so, you, Stephen. You know. He was, he was willing to go. You could have sent him. A well, thing. do you know what? You think your country is bad. My country wouldn't even let us leave me country. I'm not even allowed to leave. I'm not even allowed to get me haircut, man. Well, that's the felon, Stephen. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, when, you, when, you, when you've got like 17 felonies, that kind of happens. You know? Not true. The British government <laughs> says do something. And the British say, yeah, probably in your best interest, there's a virus killing people. I'm, I'm going to do what you tell us because the government generally is a, a good acting body. America, I think you guys should possibly not communicate when there's an infectious virus. America, not riots. Not, not we're going to riot. We will not be told what to do. 
and, and again, you know, listen, I'm not, you know, I am, I am no, you know, I'm no virologist. I'm no epidemiologist. I'm just answering the question, you know, whether, and I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm too dumb to know if the lockdowns were the right thing or not. Lockdowns no, work. Lockdowns work. Come on. Like, and, and I don't want to end Europa. Come on. Like England, England's cases went from twenty thousand to like three hundred. Lockdowns right. work, but then it picks back up again. But damn it, it was sure nice to just like go back to normal stuff. That was I'm, my point. You know? I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you had such a good time. Don't worry about me. Don't, I'm fine. But I'm glad you had a good time. I'm really glad you had a good time in Florida. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Just I'm just. Hey man, you're you on the other time. side of the ocean. You know? As long as you I got, I got my happy. vaccine. I got, I got one of my two vaccines. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And now I just, I just went. I heard a rumor that the uh, CVS Long's drugstore had extras and that they didn't have enough people to give them to. So I just kind of went in on a lark, and they were like, "Yeah, if you can do it right now." And I was like, "I think I'm gonna do it." Definitely, so, definitely gonna do it right now. Yeah. So I did it and I have the next second one. The one they say is the, you know, where you sometimes will have a reaction in three weeks. So wish okay. luck. Yeah. But I have a big oh, trip. Don't do it on the day of the podcast. I won't do it on the podcast day, but I have a big trip coming up in September. So I thought I have to probably get other vaccines too. So, so what's yeah. new with you? Steve? How's it going being locked in your house every day? Um, I mean, look, I, like it's no, it's no secret. I was running super hot trading. I was up like seventeen thousand on the month, and then, um, that then give it all back plus a few thousand more. So like that, that was tough. But um, what ticker was it again? Refresh my memory. Uh, SEAC, S E A C, SEAC. Okay. Um, what was it, that? It what was, was it? it was a technology company with a multi-million dollar contract win. That was okay. kind of dubious, but it didn't have like a partner in the name, but it was a contract win, high volume, um, pretty thin. I can't remember the floors. Oh, I remember SEAC. Yeah, um, sorry, SEAC. Your, yeah. your stupid accent, that fake, <laughs> that fake accent of yours that you guys make up to try and so, sound smarter than Americans. But yeah, SEAC, that's right. Yeah, so like, so like honestly, March ended what red. Happened? March ended red, uh, first red month in like six. And uh, the red month was lower than the green months. So like, it's not catastrophic. What but, happened? Um, ah, like I just got in the habit of adding the losers. And well, well here's, you, you know, you know I'll, I'll let Steven answer, but but basically Kim, you know, the what, what he did wasn't a bad idea because, you know, again, this is going back to spring break week. If you, if, if the listener wants to look up the charts, the SEAC was like the only stock that did anything last week, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, unfortunately it can happen, but you know, you know, I mean, I mean, everything else, every day, every morning runner fell apart. Steven chose to get a little bullheaded on the one that didn't fall apart, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so but what well, was it that you saw? What was no, it that you on, saw? Honestly, it's, um, it was the day before I'd been long, I'd been long biased on a trade, realized that it didn't have the strength in the morning and flipped short. And then with SIAC, I did the same thing. I thought, this is multi, it's a contract win. Looks, it's a bullish. Overall, the overarching is like, it's not even conflicting indicators of the 10 variables that we'll look at. It's almost bullish. Um, took it long, flipped short, got stubborn. And, and I, and I'd been, Adding the losers, got in the habit of adding the losers for a few months. 
and um, just always got away with it. Or like I, I, I'd go two grand down and, and pull it back, or I'd go two to three grand down and I'd take a two grand loss, and that was one of them things. But then one day I took a five grand loss, and then one day I took a fifteen grand loss. But I pulled them back each time. Didn't got away with them. And then uh, this one I covered the top. It's just one of them things. Um, yeah, that's what, the AC. That's that. That's that. I mean, that three. Excuse me. That three wave pattern that I talk about a lot. I mean, I'm looking back at it. I mean, it was a beautiful dip and rip. Nine forty five a.m. broke the pre market high. You know, squeezed all the way up. Pulled back midday. Broke at noon ground sideways and then spiked into after hours so i mean it was like i mean that's that's like exactly. it was exactly fail under vwap though it was that yep. pull under vwap that that got us because i was actually i was actually up a few hundred on the day but it pulled so far under vwap i thought that's not coming back and and if you get too biased on a position and you don't let the price action dictate what's actually happening you can really pay for it but um but i mean look honestly i'm not i'm not um it didn't hit us that bad. It didn't hit us that bad. Honestly, I just thought you've been getting away with having to lose us for months, months and months. You've had several warnings, didn't take any of them, and then you paid for it and um, yeah. and and just don't add. And that's that's the lesson. Just stop adding to lose us, and I'll be fine. Where, I've got a where, very where very good got got a trading. Do you know what I mean? I'm got a trading. I just eliminated bad habits. Where do you think you could have seen that? Like, just can you tell me where? That you should have noticed something different, just like, so I can my understand. Whole career, my whole trading career is like, here's your plan. Plan didn't work, but the setup, big picture is bearish. So I'm just going to add because I know it's coming down. Like, I just, if it's bullish, I'm not going to, like, I always had a saying where I would be, I'd be aggressive on bearish setups. I'd be aggressive on the real weak stocks because I'd know they're coming down. But then I'd, I'd be very bearish and very tight on some of the more volatile 200, 300 million on the day stocks. I wouldn't really, if I trade them, I'm getting out quick. I've got a quick, quick stop loss. Um, and then just me discipline seeped. And I started being less disciplined with the strong stocks as well as the weak ones. And with discipline, I think you've got to have it all or have none. You can't just have it in between for this, that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, the volume was just, I mean, I mean, that would be the one quote unquote tell was, I mean, you know, I think it traded four or five hundred million shares started, that day you know started late though that's also Did it? Us okay. off. It i can't remember 40, exactly 50, but like late by these days it was 40 50 million 10 30 11 <laughs> i'm like it's only traded 50 million by 11 this i always like that and it's under the web that's those two things threw us off um but look you've just got to have plan like and, and it's a huge thing if you if you don't have a plan and say me max loss is this and if this price hits this area Technically, that's me max loss hit. You don't yeah, I have think that. Where is it? You know, I think especially like you said, you know, you know, I've heard guys call it like that. Oh, shit handle, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, you, you know, or Gotta it's like the, on the train and you pull the brake. I think, you know, you know, that's that's a big point that I don't know if we've talked about this that much, but, no. you know, you have your plan. And again, I think some I've joked that we should like rename this the have a plan podcast, you know, yeah, probably yeah. said it 80 billion <laughs> times in 200 episodes. But also I think you have to have that, that max loss. If you're, if you're trading these wild stocks long or short, you yeah. got to have that point where you're like, I am 
done. I, I'm not going to try and make this work. I'm not going to add to a loser as it continues to fade. I'm not going to add to a loser as it continues to spike. And whatever that number is, I mean, it's got to be based on your account. You know, yeah. to me, I always say it should be a number that pisses you off, but also doesn't like completely screw you up psychologically yeah. Where, yeah. where you're, where you're like, I just, you know, and I've been there, been there many times where it's like, this just, I can't do this. This isn't going to work. I don't want it to be that kind of number. I want it to be a number that you're like, damn it, damn it. You know, you're pissed, but you're not giving up. You know, it's, wouldn't whatever that, be that risk number management? Is. Is that risk management? That's more emotional, man. It's it's give back three days though, right? It's like, don't give back more than three days again. And and what I did is I gave back a record month plus four grand. And you shouldn't be giving a month back. You should never give back a month and plus 4,000 on top. Give back three days. If if you absolutely- Well said. But going through shit, give back a week. But- don't don't give back a month like giving back a month i mean i know it, I, I know it sounds like i lost a lot but I, I give back a month plus four grand like that's it or five grand but you just kind of do it like i just and but but at the same time you have to take the losses to learn i think like i right. went down a bunch of times and realized and didn't learn you have to take the loss to learn well again you know when we talk about that a lot you know ultimately it's like i mean we you know, all three of us, or, or you can watch YouTube videos or you read books, you know, that says, you know, you know, take losses quickly, you know, help. Tim Sykes did a 20 minute video, <laughs> my boy saying, take losses quickly for 20 minutes. That's all he said. But ultimately you got to feel it. I mean, I mean, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish you could just read it or watch a video or listen to this podcast, but you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta feel that and then be like, damn it. I ain't never doing that again. I ain't giving them six. I ain't giving two months back. I'm not, I'm not giving, I mean, hell people give back a year. You know, we, we've had people on the podcast that crushed it for a year and gave it all back in one trade, you know? So, you you know, but, but look, I mean, look, what I, what I do want to say though, is like the one thing I want to tell people about it and I'm looking to close it is that I've lost $500 before. I'll never forget. I lost $500 on plug and I didn't get out of bed for two days because I was so depressed, but I'd been losing consistently and I was down like 10 grand, losing, losing, losing. And I lost 500 and I was like, me world had ended. When, once you get profitable, taking the losses, it's not anyway, it's not as bad because you know you can make it back. You're like, you know, you know what I mean? You're not losing your own money that you worked a 40 hour week for. You're just yeah. losing money that you made in the market. So it's not as crushing as people might think. It's just sucks. You know, again, and that goes yeah. back to the very first episode, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, keep, when you say keep those losses small, it's because you got to get through that shitty period, you know, whether it's six months, nine months, two years, but, you know, just remember that, that, that at some point, if you don't blow up and you keep putting in the work and putting in the time, I mean, you take it seriously, you know, you'll start grinding through some, you know, you'll start grinding to profitability, but you, you, you gotta just take that pain in the beginning and, and don't yeah. blow up. Don't take yourself out. So. But if you blow up, make sure it's with a $500 account or something like exactly. that. They blow the $500 account. Like I remember with yeah. Create Zero, I had $500 account after $500 account. I blew about seven of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also to the point of leverage, like leverage is okay. If you've got a $500 account, five to one leverage. 
Like that's kind of okay because it's giving you money to trade, but you're not right. You blow, you're only blowing your 500. And, and if you blow more, just change brokers and, and don't pay them. It's their, it's their, it's their, it's their fault in this day and age for letting you all just, just walk away. Just, just play the victim. Play the victim. Just be like, that, that's 20. Yeah, that's, that's 20, 2020, 20, 2021. Just be like, it's not my fault. I'm a victim. So, so Kim, before, before we wrap up, Kim, what's, what's new with you? Oh, just, uh, been doing Instagram lives, taking a lesson from your magic. And it's been just amazing just how I'm just so amazed at how supportive other traders are to uh, the traders that come forward with their challenges. Uh, people have started to like, buddy up. I just keep talking about people talk. They keep saying how lonely they are. Oh, how they need to have somebody by their side it's so inspiring so now all these well, I think groups have gotten so together now i so mean listen beautiful. trading was always right? a lonely game Agreed. you know uh, you know yes. but but when you're when you're like at least you could like at 4 p.m the bell rings and you go down to the coffee shop or something but exactly. we haven't had that you know and see those smiles and see yep. those smiles or hear those smiles so yeah so tuesdays and thursdays 4 30 p.m eastern daylight it's just been so much fun and the stories that come forward and I just keep trying to put things out there that I see from just my own journey around emotional intelligence that potentially help the traders. Yesterday we talked a lot about attachment style and uh, there were, it was an interesting conversation how our attachment style from childhood potentially is the lens that traders are looking through. So I'm sending everybody to go, you know, do their attachment style assessment. Uh, so yeah, I'm just becoming even more and more curious about what are the tools that I've just collected along the way of my own journey that potentially help traders see themselves in a new light. And it's just been fun because the more people that are willing to talk about it online, then you hear other traders are like, hey, that happened to me you know, around the emotional side of it. So now well, uh, if, if you're out, if you head over to steadytrade.com and get the link, but uh, what is your, I, I, we're, oh, I follow you on Kim, Instagram. But... Kim Ann Curtin, K-I-M-A-N-N-C-U-R-T-I-N. Cool, cool. And no, Tuesdays no and a. Thursdays, 4.30? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And it's so. been fun. Stephen came in one week. Yeah, no, and, and I like it and I like supporting others and, and even helping, we all help each other, right? And I always yeah, think of trading as it's not me versus you, it's us versus them. That, that's, that's how I think of trading. So it's cool to help people and have a community. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great point. I mean, you know, when you when I, I like the way you said that. I mean, it's like, listen, as as us as the retail traders, and listen, I don't care if you got a multi million dollar account. You know, going back to you know Ken Griffin or you know or any. I mean, it's still us versus them. Man. Even if you got ten million bucks, you. I yep. mean, there's a big there's a big difference between. I mean, hey, ten million bucks, a lot of money, but there's a big difference between that and uh, you know. 600 foot yacht okay they're the you know it's exactly. still it's us versus them sure so still a nice sample but it's not a six <laughs> huge yacht but but here's the thing like okay so I, did you send did i send this article to you tim or i don't know if you sent it to me if you did i'm sorry but that article that talked about the psychology of the country right now around trading uh so i i have these parts that i just want to speak to it said First, American psychology and attitudes around money are changing. A combination of a loose, uh, 
superiority bias to believe that we can be more financially savvy than we actually are, which is, I think, a cautionary tale and why it's so important for you guys to listen to these podcasts and to be with Tim in the morning, because there is that a little bit of what they call it, American exceptionalism, where we see ourselves as like, oh, we're better than everybody else. But then it just talked also just about how you know, Vanguard, even how Vanguard started, that Bogle, you know, was seeing an opportunity. And that's what I think is happening now. Like, honestly, there's a part of me that feels like it's just beginning. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just beginning. I, I uh, you know, and again, it, it's funny, actually, you, you mentioned that when uh, I, I presented at the NASDAQ, you know, I got to ring the closing bell there. It would have been two years ago Fun. last week. And so a little clip came up in my memories, you know, 2019. And basically, and again, I'm not trying to brag or whatever, but even then I'm like, something is happening right now where the every man is now able to compete. And then, you know, this is again, 2019 Robin Hood was around, but not many, you know, nothing like it was now, you know, it's not like everybody was commission free. You know, we didn't That's have right. wall street That's bets, right. you know, you know, and, um, and yeah, I just think, you know, again, I know we kind of started this podcast out talking about this slowness, which again, for me as the gray hair old man, if, if I had a week like this back in 2012, I'd be like, it's amazing. Never seen anything like this, you know, but, um, <laughs> but I think we're just getting started, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just that, that, and, and we've talked about this a lot, but that cat ain't going back in the bag, man. No, you know? no. <laughs> and, and this was, I, I think it was an article that I saw on Howard Lindson's uh, blog and it's Andreessen Horowitz and it's called Buy and Hold No More, The yep. Resurgence of Active Trading. Uh, Anish Akara and Matthew Halfmeister. And this article, I'm telling you, is just, and he, he, they also talk at length about these different platforms, some of these I've never heard of, Alpaca, Plaid, uh, Drive Wealth, and Apex Clearing. Never heard of them. Like the, just the availability that's happening of traders being with other traders uh, <clears throat> is also completely changing. And the ability to you know buy $10 worth of a stock that you could mm-hmm. normally have never purchased before. So <clears throat> there's like, they give you a list of all the FinTech uh, new companies that are out there. And this is just, and Wall Street Bets is of course among them. But I mean, look at that. There's just like a crazy amount of companies that I've never heard of. Can you yep. see them, Stephen? Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it, Apex Clarin is who I'm with. Apex Clarin I'm with. They're one of the- Is it? Are you? Uh, the one of the people okay. I'm with, yeah. Okay. But it, it just feels what, like you know, it's and, just beginning. And, and that's what, you know, that's what drives me nuts when, you know, in, in two points, first of all, we had two hedge funds blow up because of over leverage and one of the biggest things that drives me nuts you know is when like you know i always complain about the old you know these old you know complaining guys you know it's always dudes complaining about people yoloing their 500 bucks and i'm like man meanwhile you take 10 billion leverage it up to 150 billion and blow that up oh oh, but that's different (laughs) you know that's you know and, but, but what I love, you know, and, and I'm not encouraging YOLOing, okay, but, but the nice thing about right now is that accessibility. I mean, you can be, I mean, listen, my, 
my son's throwing around fifty dollars here and there, learning. And and yeah. I mean, yep. I but look it's an back, investment, an investment in your education. Yep, because that's and, what that's what Mari said in our interview. That was the most amazing. Said her parents saw that this money she's putting into her trading is actually her education. It's like her college tuition investing in her learning. That was so- And what I love about it now is it is accessible. I mean, I think about, you know, a decade ago, I mean, getting a brokerage account, I mean, is paperwork, 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 days, days, days. Then you'd have to do an ACH because, you know, again, a kid doesn't know how to do a wire. It'd take you a week, you know, all these hassles, then the commissions would bleed you dry. I mean, listen, if you had a thousand dollar account 10 years ago, good luck. Because even if you did do okay, the brokers made all the money, you know, at the, you know, the, the reason they, yeah. they call it a broker is it makes you broker, you know, it's like, <laughs> but, but what's great now is, I mean, at least if you're, if you're screwing around, you know, and you're, you're learning, like you said, and if you, if you YOLO 500 bucks, you're like, well, I won't do that again. You know, like, like the classic YOLO trade, as they say, is, you know, go enter, you know, buying a bunch of options before an earnings announcement, you know, and, and that's something I will, you know, anybody, if you hold into earnings, that never works. It, it, it always goes against you, but you learn that now and you lose 400 bucks. Well, what's 400 bucks worth, you know, from an educational standpoint? I mean, I'm not saying it's not a lot of money, but I've blown 400 bucks on a lot of stupid crap, you know, books, Look, just you know. bad books. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, yeah, there's probably 400 bucks worth of books over there. You know, exactly. Like, exactly. But they also talked iPad. about, I mean, I, mean, exactly. I got like six iPads that are, that are floating around that I've probably spent an hour on each one of them, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But they talked, they're talking about, and this is the part about the hedge funds. Like, you know, I'm not, look, I used to work for a hedge fund, so I'm not anti-hedge funds. I I have become a little bit more cautious of them because I can see what's happening to day traders on a daily basis. But it spoke to individuals as institutional scale asset managers and this bottom-up community. And all I keep thinking is if this continues and people like your son, who perhaps before weren't really even thinking about going in its direction, it's it potentially has the ability to become, I think, bigger than those hedge funds. And that, you know, look, these companies, these companies are all making profit off of us, right? Mm-hmm. So the point is, if this becomes financially in the best interest of all of these firms, all of us being traders, then it, the whole market is going to completely shift it along with us. So I, mm-hmm. I just feel like we're, this is a time in history that's never going to be forgotten. Yeah, I think, you know, and again, I probably stole this term, but I started saying this a year ago that, you know, that democratization of finance is, you know, you know, again, you go back to the commission free. That was one of the biggest ones. You go back to being able to, you know, listen, what Robinhood got right was mm-hmm. the onboarding process. Yes. I mean, I mean yes. that's the biggest thing they did is, I mean, you can... <laughs> Which, which again, as an old timer, blew me away. Waiting a week or weeks to get a brokerage account set up. I mean, you're onboarded and you're trading the same day. I didn't even yeah. believe my son. This was like last really? year. He's like, I opened a Robinhood account and I, I made a trade today. I'm like, you did not. I'm like, you can't trade the same day. He's like, no, I did. I'm like, so wow. I Google. I'm like, 
you know, and, and, and that's, that's oh one God. of the biggest things that led to their success was that onboarding yeah. process. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Yeah. And we can I, blow I, up, we can blow up every short seller in the process. <laughs> we can all rot in just, hell. Don't, don't blow me up. I've lost enough recently. <laughs> <laughs> but I've just got one final thing to say. It's very quick. $5 commissions, $7 commissions per trade. Was it bargain back in the day you sure. if you've got seven dollar commissions per trade or even five that that was a pretty good broker oh yeah now it's a bucket trade or it's free so don't complain about how, how hard trading is because it used to be harder <laughs> yep oh yeah well yeah that's just it you know you make that point i you say it was harder i mean it's like you were trading the same stuff but it was like you had 50 pounds of weight on your back because it yeah. was like, gee, I, you know, you could be like, Hey, I made 20% on a $50 position. Well, you know, 15% or, or 50% of that 20% went to your broker, you know? And it was like, I, I know so many people that would get to the end of the month. And, you know, I know you should be looking at your account statement every day, but I know a lot of small traders, they'd get to the end of the month and they'd be like, I thought I was doing well. Money. Where's all the Where's money? money? You know, yeah, you have to you have to beat the market, then beat the broker. That's how exactly. it used to be. Well yes. said. Yeah. Thank yeah. God it's not like that anymore. But it's exciting. I think it's so exciting because it means, first of all, like people will. I think also it means more people will be educated about what's happening in our world. Like people will pay attention to uh, supply chains. People pay, pay attention, attention to what really matters. I think that's so. what I love about it. Not well I done. So. Because <laughs> now I don't care about what's on TV. I don't care yeah. what the sports yeah. teams are doing, you know? Yeah. And I well done, Kim. I mean, I mean, yeah, who cares what Kim Kardashian is doing, okay? Who cares what well, she's what, becoming what, a billionaire? So I, mean, I think paying attention, yesterday. I think paying attention to her is not such a bad idea. It doesn't mean you have to watch Keeping Up the Kardashians, but right. that's a woman who's very entrepreneurial and knew how to leverage that shit. But in, instead of watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, read about what that woman has done. Exactly. Like that's the distraction. Oh, I'll watch the show. No, sister, look at her makeup lines. Yeah, her sister's even more impressive. These women are, you know, I love her quote. She always says, not bad for a girl who, who doesn't do anything or doesn't know anything, right? Because she gets made fun of all the time, but she's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, you know who makes fun of her? Broke people. You know? Exactly. Broke people. Losers. Exactly. But just losers. There's a final message, though. You should not watch other people's lives when you could be building your own. And yeah. that's, that's yeah. just the reality. Like, well, you can be influenced by them in, in an encouraging sort of way. Like, wow, this is possible to have leveraged a, you know, what do you call that reality TV series to that kind of a level. I, I wouldn't say envy it, but, but like be curious, like, wow, how did she do that? Could, could I do that? Could I do something in the, in the branch of that? Like, just, just pay attention. Takes it. And as always... As always, God bless America. God where did bless. That where, God did bless America where did it happen? America. And Queen Elizabeth II. American exceptionalism. Yeah, exactly. American exceptionalism. Yep. <laughs> the best thing we ever did was kick Stephen's ass back off this <laughs> continent 250 years ago. Best thing we ever did. I mean, I'm not that bothered because I wouldn't be. <laughs> I would, like, luckily, I'm not talking with a silly accent. 
and, uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not uber polite for no reason. <laughs> so I'll I'll take being British even if me as long, and I'm and I'm, a, and I'm a prisoner in my own city. All right, everyone. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. So much going on out there, and you know, again, I think Kim nailed it right at the very end and you know and that's the greatest thing i think about trading is you now you it's it's just so i mean listen supply i mean she mentioned supply chains you know it's like how do you get excited about supply chains but now once you're talking about trading and all of a sudden there's a stick a ship stuck in the suez canal and you're like and and there's trading opportunity i mean rail r-a-i-l was one of the best swing trades over the last couple weeks that thing was running because of because of the whole Suez Canal, so it's like that's the yeah. exciting thing is now you care about maybe stuff that, that you weren't interested in because now you're trying to find that next trade opportunity. You know, pickup pickup trucks. Okay, what's the most boring thing in the world? Pickup trucks. Yesterday, GM has their big announcement that they're going to go hard on a pickup truck. Guess what was up there all across the board today? All these other small you know, SPACs or penny stocks that are in the EV market, particularly truck related stuff. I mean, it's like, to me, that's cool. It's fun, you know, and you can find those ideas and it's not that hard. You know, it's like, just find stuff, especially right now. That's the great thing about the markets is just find stuff that makes sense. I, 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 I can't ever recall a more swing trade friendly market because people are just like, Hey, GM's getting into pickups, you know, Tesla's got theirs coming. Ford's got theirs coming. And then all of a sudden today, what are some of the, I mean, they didn't go wild today, but they're all grinding higher today. Great swing trade type setups. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, everyone, be sure to check out Kim on Instagram. Again, we'll link it over on steadytrade.com Tuesdays and Thursdays, Thursdays at four 30 Eastern. Um, Steven says on his bio that he goes live every day at noon, but I, think I see him live. I think I see him live about that, once a month. That shit's free, and I did it. You, I did you, it you forgot to update time. your bio that you're live every day at noon, but but hey, it's fine. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. So uh, check out Kim and Steven. Uh, have a great week, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Steady Trade Podcast.